You're listening to a product of the Rockabilly Space Force Broadcast Services Network. Please stand by. Aaron Deering with SSNN. It's been over 50 years now since the great space migration began, and almost 100 years since the first humans began living continuously in space, starting on the now-defunct International Space Station. Several generations and a new melting pot on Mars and Earth's moon have launched their own holiday traditions. Still, Aaron, Earth's December, which comes around twice in the Martian year, marks the season for giving and celebrating throughout the solar system. And Santa's job has only gotten more intense. Don't be surprised this year if your interstellar gifts arrive by pigeon. A new Skunk X publicity stunt includes fitting several confiscated pigeons with red noses, which can be tracked online. The compact drone-sized spacecraft can deliver a few small gifts each, guided by the new SSPS solar system positioning system. Hopefully they don't explode once they reach their destination like some of the test models. Back! Stick to the script! Families can rest assured that any gifts arriving from Skunk X in these rehabilitated pigeons will be safe from harm. And that's all for this December night. I'm MacArthur. Merry Christmas from all of us at SSNN, the Solar System News Network. Happy holidays, everyone. I got an orbital inclination. Subjugation. Go get your bread, your joy and pride, because nothing beats a guitar at your sidekick. Ain't looking for absolution. I don't need a revolution. Just meet me in the fuselage. It's time we all got out. Hey, it's Christmas in space. Feels weird, doesn't it? Yeah, I can't get used to sleeping without sunsets, let alone holidays that aren't tied to Earth seasons. Well, the surface of Deimos is sort of like snow, so there's that. Yeah, Zoot and Vern are out there in vac suits trying to build a snowman. They said they were looking for Candy's pigeon, but I saw them on the monitor. No sign of Candy yet, eh? None. So weird. Vern set her out on a course for Demos, and we should have caught her on the way here. She's crafty. Probably some kind of AI prank. She's always got one ready. Have you ever worked with an AI like her? Never. Hey, what's with that recurring Powerball dream? I got no idea. Feeling guilty about our situation, I guess. What have I told you? Hey, do you remember my Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer sculpture? Kinda. When I was a kid, I thought that Rankin and Bass claymation special on Rudolph was actually animatronic. Did you, did you ever see those historic videos from the 1980s on the internet? 
from Chuck E. Cheese? No, I think you and I probably watched very different history videos. Yeah, yeah well, I guess the best way to describe it is that early primitive robots were used in kids' restaurants for entertainment, basically like robotic puppets. And I thought the Rudolph Christmas special was just a high-tech animatronic thing. I had no idea it was all done with clay. For a smart person, sometimes you sound kind of dumb. Thanks. What does this have to do with the Powerball? You didn't actually win the Powerball and spend it on animatronics, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. Because back on Earth, you collected the weirdest historical shit that no one wanted. Yeah, don't get me homesick. Uh, I, I was a kid, you know, I don't know, like four years old? Remember how my dad could fabricate almost anything? Yeah, he was the real deal, man. Well, I thought he and I could make an animatronic Rudolph together. That's realistic. Hey, yeah, well, I said I was four. He took me to the shop back in Arizona, and we got all the tools out, and, you know, we were going to build something. First thing he did was cut a little plank of wood and drive four nails into the bottom of it for legs. Don't get me wrong, but that doesn't sound very robotic. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't, and I threw a giant tantrum and then he drove a nail into the other side of the plank for a neck and attached a smaller plank to the top of it to make Rudolph's head this thing stood maybe like I don't know half a foot tall he, he glued googly eyes on the head and drilled a hole in it to fit an old red light bulb in it for a nose lame no gears no ball joints no rocket fuel <laughs> none of that stuff and I just I got so angry with him and he wasn't even faced he just kept building your dad was a saint yeah, well, the, the wires from the light bulb were just a big spaghetti mess and include the battery of the underbelly of this pathetic Rudolph body. And none of the guts were concealed, you know? Sounds like maybe you had something else in mind. Yeah, well, I was just a kid with a big imagination and massively unreasonable expectations. You haven't changed. Yeah, except I'm the dad now, too. The band is not your kids. <laughs> yeah, no, I suppose not. But I feel the expectations all the time. From the band and from me and I feel like I'm fumbling around in a shop with a few planks of wood and a red light bulb and a battery and there's this impatient crying kid who doesn't understand that claymation stop motion animation is not the same as those stupid Chuck E. Cheese robots. You think too much. <laughs> You're a damn sage. I've known you my whole life and we've gotten through everything so far. Hey Randy, buddy, Christmas is here. Candy's back. What? How? When? Let's talk. It's uh... Interesting. In the kitchen? So, where is she? Is everything okay? Yeah, she seems fine. Merry Christmas, everybody. Ooh, Vern, I saw the snowman on the surface. It's a nice diorama. Nativity? Uh, close. Only if the nativity is about Mary begging Joseph. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my. Gee, so, so what's the update? Well, Candy seems to have taken the pigeon for a lot longer journey than we programmed her for. Why are you whispering? She went all the way back to the space ferry. I'm, I'm not too surprised. She was trying to get us to let her do that before. But still, why are you whispering? Why aren't you whispering? This journey should have taken months. So Candy departed from the band van in a pigeon, went back to the space ferry that's adrift near Ceres, and somehow managed to make the trip in half the time like some kind of AI superhero. And your concern is that she can hear you right now? Uh, uh, that's not the only reason he's whispering. 
guys, just spit it out. She did a complete analysis of the space ferry. I think that's probably handy. And she begged me to let her scan it when we were there. It's intact. Nothing's been stripped yet. <laughs> it really is Christmas. It's not as advanced as the Las Vegas, but it could work, right? Well, yes, it could work. It's, it's all good news, but... Jesus, just spit it out. She scanned for everything. Everything is intact except for one thing. The AI bundle. The one where we found candy on the Las Vegas. It was missing. Well, we already have candy, so we don't need that, right? Right, but... Someone knew to take just that bundle. Why? <sighs> Creepy. But the vessel is largely hidden, right? Oh, you definitely have to know where to look to find it. The belt is tricky to navigate as well. I mean, as we know. So... The vessel's safe for now. Well, kinda. So someone else clearly knows it's there. And someone else was only interested in the AA bundle. Yeah, for now. Well, we're not the only fortune seekers to get out here after the calamity. Could have been any number of red or black market gangs to take that bundle. They would have stripped the rest too, don't you think? You can't always get everything in one trip. Could have been skunk X. Bingo. But that's not what scares me the most. You're afraid Candy can hear you again? I don't understand how she did it. Well, I've been thinking for a long time. If we just made some modifications to the pigeons, they'd fly faster. Yeah, but when you tinker with things like that, buddy, something usually blows up. Fire and brimstone. Huh? I saw fire, fire and brimstone coming down. Link Ray cover band. It's actually a pretty good cover band name. I saw Got fire. It. Focus. What can I say? I'm a mechanic, not a rocket scientist. Yeah, but it seems like Candy is a rocket scientist, on top of everything else. Maybe she can help you win a race one of these days, Avern. Oh, you just wait a minute. Maybe all this time, Santa was just an advanced AI rocketing around the world in record time. Seriously, I've been a pilot and an engineer for long enough to know that this is beyond what we saw from AI, even at the height of the Great Migration. So let's just look at the data. Let's eat. I'm starving. <laughs> Christmas dinner awaits, and it's not even all dehydrated. Also, no rice or beetle protein. What's wrong with rice? I don't care if candy is likely the downfall of all human civilization and some kind of evil AI mastermind. This is the best Christmas ever. I love you too, Merce. Oh, I told you. This is crazy. Merry Christmas, Vern. Merry Christmas, Candy. Let's eat! When you're on the red planet, no matter how you plan it, Christmas comes but twice a year. And the old folks remember a time we called December before we landed way up here. And the sun So we better get a moving on. The gravity's invigorating when it comes to decorating at the top of old Olympus Mons. And whether or not that pale blue dot is a place any better than here. My little red planet's where I live now, damn it, and where Christmas comes twice a year. 
This program is a product of the Rockabilly Space Force Broadcast Services Network.